the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. This is Carl Jackson filling in for Dennis Prager. I'm a local host at the uh, Orlando Radio, uh, Salem Radio Network station uh, in Orlando, Florida. You can find me online. Just go to carljacksonshow.com. You can check out my works. And actually, Dennis Prager's works, too, because I I take them and I I put them on carljacksonshow.com because I think they're a good read uh, for every single one of you, uh, quite frankly. And, of course, be sure to support uh, Dennis Prager and his mission, PragerU. I, I know they just finished up yesterday with uh, you, you could have matched, had a triple match had you donated in March. I believe it comes again in August. But you can continue to donate, uh, and you should, because what they're doing, they're cleansing the minds of all of these little children uh, and college-age kids that have been brainwashed by leftists that absolutely hate America. You have to remember, again, that the Democratic Party is powerful when you are weak. that That's that's their whole goal. That is their modus operandi. When you are weak, Democrats are strong. When you are strong, it's typically because Democrats are weak. The difference between liberty and tyranny, this is what you do. Don't buy into the emotion. Listen, I know we all get emotional, but when it comes to politics, you have to understand the game of political theater. Democrats, that's why Democrats so heavily focus on on culture and emotions and stuff like that. But when you're considering politics, you have to step back from your emotion and you have to ask yourself this question. Whatever policy is in play, does it move us closer to politicians having more power? In other words, tyranny. Or does it move us closer to me, a citizen, having more power? Liberty. So if you decide on policy decisions based upon making the government more powerful than you, you don't understand what it means to be an American. So I don't know why you would bash America. You don't even get what it means to be an American. All right, I got to get started on this Georgia election thing, and then I promise I will get to the calls. There's plenty of you there. I promise I will get to it, but I need to get started. All right, so again, Joe Biden uh, and the wannabe governor of uh, of of Georgia, Stacey Abrams, Al Big Perm Sharpton, Jesse Jackham for their Wallace Jackson. You even got Tyler Perry, you know, coming out talking about this is the uh, Jim Crow 2.0. Um, I put a I put an end, I think, to that asinine argument in the first hour. But I would encourage you to go back to DennisPrager.com if you want to listen to uh, the audio later. It's just stupid. It, it's offensive that other blacks would think. Other blacks are this stupid, uh, but they bought into this race hustling business. They're making big money off of it. You know, so uh, so that's what they do. Keep blacks in fear. Keep blacks mad. Use every. Let me tell you something. Let, let me help you out, white people. Let me help you out. 
we're coming into it's I mean, I know we just ended the presidential election next year. There's going to be an election cycle. Here's what I would suggest if you're a first responder, cops on, et cetera. Don't arrest any black people. Just see what happens. Just go ahead and let it slide. Whatever you do, the left is going to try to put it on camera and frame you and claim that the entire police force across the entire nation is racist. So I'm just bracing you. If a black thug attempts to take your gun and steal you, and, and, and shoot you and kill you with it like Michael Brown did to uh, the officer that he attacked. Go ahead and let him kill you first, shoot you, uh, and then let them get that on camera. And then if you wake up from the dead, you can fight back. That's what the left wants. This stuff is absolutely stupid, but this is a fairy tale world that we live in under the left. Now, a March 25th report from the New York Times referred to this uh, law as a major law to limit voting. The question is, is it really doing that? Is this the new Dem Crow South, as the Democrat Party uh, claims? Is this, have Republicans taken over for the Democrats and become the racist party that are now implementing a new Dem Crow? Is that what is happening in Georgia? So here's what Stacey Abrams, the former wannabe uh, governor or, or the current wannabe uh, governor, uh, had to say. She's from Fair Fight Action, and she said this. From the passage of the SB202 voter suppression bill targeted at black and brown voters to the arrest of, of a black leg- uh, wait, to the arrest of a black legislator who was advocating for the voting rights of her constituents, today was a reminder of Georgia's dark past. Abrams uh, wrote this last week in a tweet. She went on to say, we must fight for the future of our democracy. Okay, okay. So going back to the going back to the racist past, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. I looked up this morning, I forget the website, but there are approximately 20 ethnicities roaming around the United States. And why is it that blacks are the only one that can't succeed? You ask yourself that question. The fact is we actually do in large numbers. Many blacks are doing well, but there is a large low income population of blacks. And that's because the race hustlers like Stacey Abrams wants to keep us mad and keep us down because that empowers her. She makes her own people weak so that she can continue to be strong. That's what the left does. That's the game. That's the gimmick. That's the routine. Every time Benjamin, I can't wait for the next Negro to be killed. Crump lies to you and tells you that cops are out hunting black people when you can go to the Department of Justice or the labor statistics stats stats and clearly see that that is not the case, that whites are overwhelmingly killed more by cops than blacks. And you have Heather McDonald, who has written about this stuff extensively. The numbers don't bear it out. But what do they want? Keep you mad. So they can retain power and so they can gain power. You know, all of this stuff, the stimulus package, the minimum wage hikes, all they're trying to do is destroy the middle class, destroy Trump's donor class. That's what they want to do with this. Fed. They, they know the only people that can afford $15 minimum wage are, are major corporations. You don't pay some pimple face 16 uh, year old kid 30 grand to start. And if I get the and, and if I'm not wrong, the numbers for 
people that are actually uh, are counting on the minimum uh, minimum wage that are adult agers is about 2% of the working population, minimum wage working population. And they go on to get a raise within 90 days, so they're no longer on minimum wage. This is just a total lie. They take these numbers, and then they just go to the extreme with them, and they play into your emotions just so you can be weak and they can be strong. And that's exactly what they're doing with this election nonsense. They claim that the restrictions on uh, casting absentee ballots is, is, uh, is, you know, they're going back to Jim Crow. We're going back to Jim Crow era. Even the Washington Post gave Biden four Pinocchios for misleading Americans in his first press conference. So let's take a look at the lies versus the facts. First one, again. Restrictions on casting absentee ballots. So here's what Biden was told to say by his handlers, because everybody uh, that has a bit of common sense knows that that guy isn't there for more than 30 seconds anytime he comes onto the, uh, the, the camera. He says that it adds rigid restrictions. Speaking of this uh, Georgia law, it adds rigid restrictions on uh, uh, on casting absentee ballots that will effectively deny the right to vote to countless voters. Now, Biden also came out today, and Sean, thank you for reminding me, and basically said he wants, he literally wants the Major League Baseball uh, to go ahead and, what does he say, Biden endorses moving Major League Baseball All-Star game out of Georgia, and he lost athletes uh, using sports to push politics. So sports, which used to be a ministry in a sense, see, the athletes don't realize how powerful they are. They used to be ministers of unity, but now they're, they no longer are. They're segregationists. That's what LeBron James is. He, see, he didn't realize how powerful his ministry was, how many lives he was in, impacting by, dare I say, just shutting up and dribbling. He had a bigger and a better ministry, a more unifying ministry by just putting a freaking ball through a hoop than he does now because now he's a minister of division. It's sick what the left does. It's like Dennis Prager says, everything the left touch touches, they destroy. They've destroyed sports. So I say, adios, sports. I'm going to go to the uh, little kids' baseball game, the boys and the girls, see them play separately. You know, I'm not going to get into the fake science and pretend like boys can be girls and girls can be men. I'm not buying into any of that nonsense. But this is a complete and utter lie. Rigid restrictions according to whom? So voter ID is a rigid restriction. Georgia voters now have to provide a driver's license number or a state ID number. What is it? What is it about the left that is obsessed with people not knowing the identities of black people just like they did during slavery? The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. 
I'm really happy. It, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. This is Carl Jackson sitting in for Dennis Prager. Again, uh, if you want to find me online, you can go to my website, carljacksonshow.com. You can find me on Facebook. Go to Carl Jackson Radio. Again, that's Carl Jackson Radio on uh, Facebook or Twitter at Carl Jackson Show. And, of course, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just go to The Carl Jackson Show on YouTube, and you'll find me there. Let's go ahead and go to some of the calls real quick before I get uh, back into this uh, straight-up lie uh, from these race baiters that the Georgia, uh, the new Georgia election law is the new Jim Crow or the new Dim Crow uh, era. So let's go to James uh, on the line. James, you've got the mic. Thank you, uh- Uh, James, you're breaking up. Okay. No? Okay. Oh, James. Go ahead, James. Okay. Try it again. Uh, what's a good resource to counteract the 1618 project to uh, counteract the thing that our students are learning in school? Honestly, Prager you. Um, also, uh, you can go uh, Charlie Kirk, Turning Point, uh, and the Heritage Foundation. They've all doing. Uh, they've all uh, did some works as far as the seventeen seventy six commission report. And oh man, I forget the name of the black gentleman. I will look him up uh, before the end of the show. Oh my lord, he is doing a great work. What is his name? Anyway, I will. But those are a couple of places you can go to the Heritage Foundation. They have plenty of material to come back the since uh, sixteen nineteen project. Uh, Prager U has put some things up. Uh, as well. So that is always, especially when you're dealing with younger people, I'd recommend uh, showing them some stuff on PragerU, uh, Turning uh, turning Point with Charlie Kirk. They've all done excellent work. Uh, Bob Woodson, Bob Woodson. Yeah. Uh, is it Rob Woodson or Bob Woodson? Robert Woodson. Yeah, Robert Woodson. Um, and he uh, he is doing great work in the black community. I would just suggest Googling him and looking uh, him up. But Robert Woodson, that's a really good guy to know. Anyway, thanks for the call, James. I appreciate you being out there. Uh, let's go to Kim on the line. Kim, you've got the mic. Kim, are you there? Oh, Kim. All right, Matthew. Matthew, you. Yeah, Matthew, you. Oh, I got Kim. All right, Kim, you've got the mic. Well, I thank you. It's a pleasure to talk to you, Carl. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to let you know that about 40 years ago, I am born and raised a Californian. I am a crazed hippie youth from a, from the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. And uh, 65 years old now. But when I went to, to work for, a, for an engineering company, uh I had engineers there, most of them conservative, and we had uh, several people that were um, liberal on my side. And uh, growing up, I was raised liberal, uh, completely bought into all the uh, the Kool-Aid, and uh, I sat down and we talked together with a number of people on um, that were all uh uh, we're all liberal together, and we just kind of discussed the issues and things like that. And when I sat down with one of the guys, and he said, you know, you just don't really get it, do you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, my family's old money. My family's, I was born and raised in Boston. 
And we're, you know, Southern Democrats. We go way back. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm Californian, so what's the difference? And he goes, you just don't get it. We have to support the blacks because we have to keep them in their place. Whoa. You know what? <laughs> Listen, that is that is rough to hear. I, I, I'm not doubting you at all. The conversations, uh, that conversation took place. Uh, that is pretty rough stuff to hear. But, you know, stuff like that uh, goes on. I, I totally agree. I actually. Uh, that is the, that is thank- the very reason why when, when he began to reveal what the Democratic Party was really all about, I switched to conservative and said, I will never go back. Oh, man, I appreciate that. That is such a. Uh, I'm glad you told that story. I appreciate the call, Kim. You know, I got to tell you guys, and I, I won't. I, I several years ago, I was speaking to a uh, Democratic uh, strategist uh, locally here, and just in every you know, just normal conversation. Uh, I don't know what race we may have been talking about at the time, or uh, what have you. And this uh, this person told me, yeah, you know, you, we have to uh, basically if we can if we can keep 95 percent of the vote. And I'm paraphrasing uninformed, then we win. We count on approximately a 95% dummy vote is what he called it. I was was like, you're kidding me. I mean, it's crazy, but this stuff exists. That is the goal for the Democrat Party, to keep you uninformed, to keep you emotional, to keep you mad, to keep you teary-eyed. Exactly what we see going on in the George uh, or uh, the Derek Chauvin trials and and George, you know, George Floyd, Derek Chauvin, uh, so that you can't make an intelligent, intelligent decision based upon the law, but you get all wrapped up and emotional. All right. Uh, I promise I'll go back to the line shortly, but I really do want to start getting through. I thought I'd be much further along. So I wouldn't really do want to get through this Georgia uh, stuff. So basically, Biden said that these Georgia election laws are are pretty rigid. Um, and he said it adds rigid restrictions on casting absentee ballots that will effectively deny the right to vote to countless voters. Again, he said voter ID is a rigid restriction. So Georgia voters now have to provide a driver's license under the new law and a state ID. And what I said before the break, and I want you to think about this. I want you to ask yourselves this question. What is it about the Democrat Party where they don't want blacks to have an identity? What is it about the Democrat Party? What a racist, bigoted thing to say that blacks are too dumb or blacks are too poor or blacks don't deserve to have our own ID. We got 20 other ethnicities in the United States. And for some reason, the Democrat Party thinks that blacks are the are the dumbest are the only dumb ones that don't want ID. By the way, blacks don't even buy into this nonsense. Over 70 percent of blacks feel like voter ID is a good idea. But this is what the media wants to keep pressing out, keep pushing out to you because they want you to buy into this nonsense. They believe that the more and more they say it, you'll believe it. When someone says that blacks, it's it's suppressing blacks to request that people have voter IDs. No, it's helping to give blacks an identity and live in a civilized nation with the rest of Americans. It's as simple as that. For Stacey Abrams to claim such a thing, for Biden to claim such a thing, is absolutely crazy. It is racist. It is bigoted. It is disgusting. I can't believe people fall for that. No, no, no. And by the way, in the state of Georgia, do you know 96% of, of voters already have an ID in the state of Georgia? And you know what? For the other 4%, they get to get a free one if they request it. That's voter suppression. 
That's voter suppression. Yeah, it's voter suppression for sure on the Democrat side. They don't even want blacks to have their own identification, just like the slave days. Isn't it amazing how the Democrat Party constantly comes full circle, constantly comes full circle. They're a bunch of racist bigots. That's what they are. This is a Carl. Ja- this is Carl Jackson sitting in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. This is Carl Jackson filling in for Dennis Prager, by the way. Okay, so let's get back to this Georgia election stuff. So you're telling me, is this racist? The new law requires that you request your absentee ballot no later than 11 days before Election Day. So the deadline is still before Election Day, but the new law allows voters to return applications uh, for absentee ballots online as well through the Secretary of State's office. So, And also, instead of having six months to imply or to apply for the absentee ballot, you now have two and a half months. What's racist about that? What's, seriously, what's racist about that? That's Jim Crow? You, you get... You got two and a half months to request an absentee ballot instead of six months. That's Jim Crow. What do you have to go find a building and drink at a water fountain somewhere in the back of the? I don't. I don't get this. This is so stupid. This is how stupid this. This is what the Democrat Party thinks of you, man. I don't understand why black people, more black people, don't wake up. I don't understand. Why white liberals think they're compassionate by calling black people stupid. Because that's what you're doing. Well, black people, I, I mean, they, you know, they, they can't get on the Internet. They can't, they can't rise to the occasion. They can't, they're not as bright as us. They, you know how racist that is? White Democrat liberals that think you're compassionate and you feel sorry for me? Give me a break. All right, anyway, uh, let's go back to the lines. We got Matthew on the line. Matthew, uh, you got the mic. Matthew, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead, Matthew. Okay, I wanted to say that the Democratic Party wants to rule. They don't want to lead America. They want to dominate America, and I can prove it. I just wrote a book. I've become world famous in the last two years. Nobody wants to talk to me, and I don't know why, because I've figured it all out by working really diligently to figure it out. And the thing they do with those Judeo-Christian laws we have of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, they flip that code upside down. And once you put the pursuit of happiness over life, you get all the lowlifes, all the mistreaters of the public, and they dominate by taking away inalienable rights of any individual that gets in the way of their power. And that Declaration of Independence also matches Darwin's code. And Darwin's code is the same because they want a complete freedom in America. They don't want man to dominate the other man. So the Darwin Code, when you flip that upside down, you get the same pattern. You get the Hitlers, the Stalins, the Pol Pots, the mass murders. The only good ones on that side are the daredevils. And they hmm. break both codes to dominate their own species to gather power. They're control freaks. They're all about power. They mislead the naive to gather power, and they become the evil that they claim they are trying to stop. That was a good call. Good call, Matthew. I appreciate the call. Thank you for calling in. I really do. That was uh, uh, that was some good stuff. Let's go to Anthony real quick. Anthony, you got the mic. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, great to join you, Carl. You know, uh, Thank you. you continue this issue of racism, uh, Carl, you know, I've really experienced a, a lot of this uh, issue dealing with our U.S.-Israel relations. 
And I'm concerned about anti-Semitism, uh, a form of racism that the Democrat Party is exhibiting. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, you you should be. I don't, you know, it, it, this is sad. This is identity politics. Uh, you, obviously, there is a, uh, there there has been a rise in anti-Semitism even within the United States of America. It exists. Uh, the Democrat Party wants to continue to divide us. The in, the Democrat Party, uh, many not obviously the left wing of the Democrat Party. Look at the Ilhan Omar's. Uh, look at the Rashida Tlaib's. Uh, yeah, these are people. This is real. Anti-Semitism is real, and uh, and it's growing. Uh, and sadly, the Democrat Party doesn't want to do anything uh, do anything about it. Okay, I mentioned earlier that 96% of people in Georgia have voter IDs and the other 4% uh, can get IDs for free. Another thing to know is that if they don't have that, guess what Georgia offers uh, for people with absentee ballots? You can use the last four digits of your social security number. You call that racist? Really? The Dennis Prager Show. Small investors shamed Wall Street by running the price of certain stocks up to the detriment of the big hedge funds. Social media and trading platforms then kept investors from buying that stock. A financial war and a fight for control is being waged against Americans. With all of this volatility, it's never been more important to protect your net worth and own precious metals as part of your portfolio. Nick Rovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has always been fair and honest with my precious metals holdings. With over 40 years' experience and tens of thousands of satisfied clients, Nick will help you make informed decisions. Now, more than ever, it's a good time to own tangible assets like gold, silver, and platinum. AmFed can show you smart choices which have been proven winners time and time again. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I am Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. I host a show uh, right here locally in Orlando, Florida. I appreciate all of you tuning in. Uh, today, we've been talking about the uh, this lie that the Georgia election law is somehow some form of voter suppression. And Stacey Abrams and the race baiters uh, like she and Benjamin Crump and even Tyler Perry. I think Tyler Perry is a good guy. He's just wrong on on this one. Uh, But I guarantee you it's based upon the sources that he's watching uh, with everyone framing this as the new Jim Crow, which I call the Dim Crow, uh, since it was the Democrat Party that implemented uh, the segregation policies, including black codes. Let me just say this real quick. Black people. Black people that don't support the Second Amendment, you are cray cray. Uh, you will stand up and talk about the civil rights movement. Uh, you will talk about how you hate slavery. Uh, yet you'll go back to the black codes that white slave masters implemented that said we couldn't own guns. Now, understand there's a lot of criminals buying and uh, dying in the streets in a lot of democratically run cities. But how do you fix that? You put guns in the hand of good people. And guess what? People have to second think whether or not they should shoot somebody because they're afraid to get shot themselves. It actually works. I moved from California to Florida. Very big difference. Uh, And then also, let me just share this. There's some secretly recorded video reportedly uh, showing the uh, illegal migrant children that are being held under uh, a bridge uh, at a makeshift border and uh, customs border and patrol uh, facility. So uh, this was exposed by uh, Project Veritas. 
James O'Keefe, who does some great work. Make sure you donate to him as well. But it's it's pretty amazing how all of a sudden the media doesn't believe that there are kids in cages anymore. And AOC is talking about a surge. The word surge uh, talks about a military insurgency. And that's now somehow some form of white supremacy. You see how stupid they think we are? Everything goes back to white supremacy. Everything goes back to white supremacy. You get people that buy into this critical race theory. Listen, there's only one person that can judge your heart, and that person is Jesus Christ. That's it. They have no moral authority to judge your heart. No moral authority. If we're going to be ruled by the rule of man rather than the rule of law, who's to say? Who's to say a person like uh, Charles Manson? Who's to say like one of these... uh, shooters are who's to say that their intentions are you know aren't pure if we're going to be ruled by man no we live and we should we should we live under a god and we should should subject ourselves to his moral authority not to some moral authority as some professor at a college university that's making a buttload of money uh, by dividing people just making up stuff it, it, it's absolutely amazing. I can't believe, you know, Dennis Prager wrote about how you, basically he couldn't believe how Americans, so many Americans could be brainwashed, but we are. So many Americans uh, are brainwashed. I want to get back to this Georgia election law. Um, and I want to speak on this, this, this false narrative that there's a rise in anti-Asian uh, sentiment. What there is is a rise in coverage, but I'll speak on, on news coverage of that. And that, again, is because the media is trying to create this constant narrative, Republicans are racist, white supremacists, so on, et cetera. You know, keep you mad so you vote Democrat uh, so they can keep you weak while they gain more power. That's the game. That's the game. Don't get emotional about it. That's just the truth. Let's go back to the lines real quick. Let's go to John. Uh, John, you've got the mic. Says you're a 40-year police officer. Is that true or you were? Uh, Thank you. Hey, i am uh, been a police officer 40 years. Not thank you for your yet, service. Uh, in a large, thank you very much. Uh, you are absolutely right that it, it was a rough, rough watch, but Officer Chauvin didn't violate his, his department's policy, and he didn't violate law. Situational awareness, awareness you hit it right on the head. Uh, very bad optic, and he should have known better. My goodness, what's been going on. However, that being said, every within every instance of a black man being killed in the last five years that I'm aware of where officers had a chance to have a dialogue or to give some direction, if that person would have just done what the officer had directed them or asked them to do, without exception, all of them would be alive today. You know what? I, I, I and, totally... Go ahead, John. Go ahead. Finish your point. No, and it's just I love hearing your, your, your point, your, your side. Um, unfortunately... We can only speak about that in private as officers. Our department has been sanctioning our our video, our uh, Facebook, Twitter. I don't have any of those, but all the guys that do post and share their their feelings and their frustrations are getting backlash from their departments. And it's oh fun. man, I'm sorry to hear that, John. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I thank you for your service. I really appreciate the call. Uh, it's it's a shame that we put real heroes through that. And, and you know what? I do believe that there was a time 
uh, where, you know, a, a lot of police departments locally had some racist people in them. You're not you're never going to get rid of racism until you go to heaven. So that's another reason why buying into this critical race theory is so stupid. Again, it puts man before God, government before God. Just so silly. Uh, but it's sad because also what what the media continues to do. It, this this is a gravy train. So George Floyd is a hero. Michael Brown is a hero who literally tried to steal a gun from a cop. And the media wouldn't report it. You have to you have to go check out the Department of Justice paperwork to find out that Michael Brown tried to steal a gun from a cop. If Mike if Michael Brown tried to steal a gun from me, I would have popped a cap in him. I'm sorry. I know that offends some of you. Get over it. Because you would have done the same thing. This is what we don't understand. It, it, it's, it's amazing how we can put ourselves in the shoes of cops that are dealing with situations, life and death situation. You want to know what it's like to be a cop on oncoming traffic? Go ahead and run into the middle of it and see what type of excitement or, 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 or exhilaration you feel. It, it's that intense. I got to tell you, I've been the victim of a couple of crimes. And I've been a thug. And I can tell you, for all of you phonies that pretend like you know what you would do in a situation like that, you're lying to yourself. You have, unless you've experienced it, you have no idea how you would react in the moment of a crime. It's just a lie. The media gets you to believe this stuff. It is a lie. The Dennis Prager Show. Hey, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. My name is Carl Jackson, your favorite Christian conservative American that happens to be black. Okay, maybe second after Candace Owens. That's okay. I'll go ahead and accept that. By the way, wouldn't it be nice if Candace Owens was or did become the first black president of the United States? Little dig on Democrats. So far, we've had two biracial people that are afraid to say, in Kamala Harris's case, that she's half Indian. In Barack Obama's case, that he's half white. Wouldn't it have been amazing if they would have embraced that and accepted that? And could you imagine how much further we would be along in race relations if they did? Just something to think about. I want to wrap this up real quick because I want to get back to, uh, I'm going to call it the Biden-Harris slave trade in the next hour. And you guys may not know this, but Kamala Harris comes from a she's a descendant of slave owners, uh, as is Barack Obama. So uh, we'll talk about the new slave trade that's occurring on the border. All of you people that are talking about it's compassionate to let people come in when we ignore what's happening on the other side and what the Democrat Party is trying to do by giving corporatists cheap labor and prostituting young women absolutely sick you call that compassion that that isn't compassion that's just sick that's you being uninformed being duped by the democrat party what's happening is nothing less than a slave trade on our border and biden and kamala harris are a disgrace they are silent on the issue what a disgrace what a disgrace anyone that voted for him should be ashamed of yourself all right now, the Georgia elections, it's crime to uh, it's a crime to provide water, Stacey Abrams and the race baiters say. So Georgia's law prohibits campaign workers 
from distributing food or drink or anything else of value uh, to waiting voters and from setting up a table within 150 feet of the building or 25 feet from a voter. A voter. So this is the biggest talking point that the left seems to be using. Oh, my God, you can't even give people water. As if people can't bring their own water. You see how dumb they think you are? Uh, yeah, I mean, seriously, whenever you... Well, I, I, another thing, when you think about liberty and tyranny, when you listen to the left, I want you to listen to the clues that where, where, where they're basically exposing how dumb how dumb they think you are. So you can't, apparently, we're too dumb to bring our own water bottles. But this is absolutely false. Um, so here's what Biden's handlers told him to say. He said, it makes it a crime to provide water to voters while they wait in line. Uh, lines Republican officials themselves have created by reducing the number of polling sites across the state disproportionately in black neighborhoods. This is absolutely false because the law specifically allows official poll workers, not campaign workers, to provide water to voters. So they just lie to you and they think that you're so dumb that you'll get hot and emotional and buy into it. And guess what? Give them more power. That's who the Democrat Party is. We'll be back in a few. This is Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain free studio. That's the way it goes, I guess. 